And uh, he said, Lord, what are we going to do? That's what he said to Elijah. Have you ever been in a situation and a circumstance that you didn't know what you was going to do? Amen. Well, this servant didn't know what he was going to do, but uh, Elijah began to pray. He said, Lord, open his eyes that he may see like God see. He may see what God see. Amen. Uh, see what Elijah was seeing. And God opened the servant eyes. And when he did, he saw chariots all around with flaming fire around them. Amen. And he said, if God be for us, he's more than the world against him. Amen. And right there, Elijah prayed and said, Lord, smoke them with blindness. And God smote him with blindness, and he led him to Samaritan. Amen. In the Bible, it tells us that things that we see physically are temporal. They don't last long. Amen. They fade away. Amen. Hallelujah. In Romans 8.31, he said, What, uh, what uh, anyone say to you? These things that you are coming against you, hallelujah. How many of you know that they are not from God? Amen. Hallelujah. In Second Chronicles, the 20th chapter in verse 12, uh, Jehoshaphat, he was there and he said, Oh God, in that verse 20, he said, Oh God, will you not judge them? For we don't have no strength against this great host that will come against us. Neither do we know what to do. But the thing that he said was, our eyes are upon you. I'm telling you, the things that we have to see is God. Amen. We have to keep our focus upon God. Because if we look at the things that are around us, they are subject to the, the, the get in our way. Amen. Uh, so to speak. But they are just temporal things. Amen. And they are subject to change. In Second Chronicles, the fourth chapter, verse 18, it said, While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Prayers have eternal value. Amen. You pray to an eternal God for change to come about. Amen. Hallelujah. How I many you know that everything that you can see, touch, feel, hear, taste is subject. It's just temporarily and it's subject to change. Amen. Hallelujah. We have to have the eyes of God when we see things. Amen. And know that our circumstances can change. Hallelujah. Because God is for us. And I want to know who can be against us. Can you say amen? In John 2 and 18 it said, So the Jews answered and said to him, 
What sign do you show to us since you do these things? Jesus answered and said to them, destroy this temple. And in three days I will what? Raise it up. And then the Jews said, it has taken 46 years to build this temple. And will you raise it up three days? Hallelujah. They were looking at what? The temple, the physical, the bricks, the mortar, the stones. Hallelujah. But Jesus was talking about his body. Amen. He was talking about his temple. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you know that we are the children of God and the temple of God is inside of us. Amen. Hallelujah. The spirit of God is inside of us. Amen. Hallelujah. And so they was wanting a sign. They said, you're not going to see a sign. Only sign that you're going to see is Jesus. When he rose from the dead, three days in the grave, that's the sign that you're going to see. Hallelujah. Everything has to come up under Jesus. Amen. Everything that, that we have come under Jesus. Amen. Jesus had so much passion for the house of God. The zeal of, of his father's house had eaten him up. I mean, you know, that he had ran the money changers and all of those that were selling doves and, and those that were, were taking the merchandises and, and selling it in the temple. Hallelujah. And that's the phrase that we have that this house should be called by all nations a house of prayer. Because he ran them out. And how many of you know that prayer go forth in the temples? Amen. Hallelujah. And God is one that answered prayers in the temple. Amen. Hallelujah. Not only was Jesus talking about the temple that he was of, but he was also talking about his body. Amen. For our bodies is the temple of the Lord. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit, it dwells in us. Amen. And Jesus had a zeal to... Uh, to straighten things out in that temple. Amen. Hallelujah. Because prayer goes before God. And hallelujah. I mean, you know God answer prayer. Yeah. Hallelujah. In Mark eleven seventeen, it said, Then he talked, saying to them, It is not written that my house should be called what? A house of prayer for all nations. But you have made it a den of thieves. Hallelujah. This house... A house of prayer, a home of prayer, a, a, a church of prayer. Hallelujah. And our body, that's the temple of prayer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We pray out of our spirit, and our spirit is what? Eternal. Amen. And that's why our prayers have eternal value. Amen. In Hebrews seven twenty five, it says, "Therefore, he also is able to say to the utmost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for us." 
for them. Amen. God is making intercession for us right now. Amen. I believe that your loved one knows that goes on to heaven before we do. I believe that they're interceding for us right now because prayer is eternal. Amen. Hallelujah. Prayer goes on in heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is living to intercede for us, to for his church to make things right for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus lived to make that intercession for us. Prayers goes on because one thing is because prayer is a, has an eternal value. Amen. In Hebrew 11 and 1, it said, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance. What do you believe in God for? What is your substance tonight? Amen. What are you believing God for? When hope will not, your hope in God will not be made a shame. Amen. If you're hoping for something in God, it will not be made a shame because God said, all my promises, over 7,000 promises, are what? Yes and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I mean, you know that uh, the physical body, the physical sense can't understand it. Amen. Hallelujah. Can't explain it. Can't comprehend it. Amen. Because the evidence of what you're hoping for is unseen. Amen. You can't figure it out. Hallelujah. That's why a lot of time people are so smart. They try to use their mind to figure things out. Hallelujah. And here come somebody that's, that's, that don't, I mean, that's dressed, uh, uh, I mean, I'm just saying just a nobody to you, uh, to us, and can reach up with faith and get the mountain move. Hallelujah, because you can't figure it out. It's beyond your mind. It's beyond the physical thinking, what God does. Amen. Try to figure it out. Hallelujah, they have tried to figure out and make it look good when uh, Jesus walked on the water. Uh, they said that uh, they put some stones in the, in the water and, and the, the men walked out there on the water. And hallelujah, I mean, you know, they moved one of them and he fell in the water. But what I'm saying is we can try to figure it out and make it look pretty, but you can't figure it out with the physical senses. Because it's eternal, it's spiritual. Amen. And it says in, in, in uh, Hebrew one, uh, 11 and 1, it said, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of the things not seen. But faith cannot be figured out in the physical senses. Can, that, can you say amen? Yeah. Hebrew 11 and 6 said, But without faith, it's impossible to please God. It's impossible to please God without faith. Everyone has a measure of faith. Amen. So for 
who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a reward of those that diligently seek you. I know I'm preaching to the choir tonight, hallelujah, but I want you to know that without faith, you're not going to please God. Hallelujah. And when you seek him, you're going to find him. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know why God make itself some, sometimes the answer to our prayers uh, look like they're, they're, they're so, we're waiting so long to get our prayers answered. Amen. But I tell you, God will uh, answer prayers if we hold on. Hold on and not give up. Amen. Uh, our God is alive. He's the same yesterday, today, and to forever. Amen. It's like he parted the Red Sea. And you have to encourage yourself. You have to speak to yourself to encourage yourself. Hallelujah. Everybody around you going through issues and having problems and situations going on in their life. Hallelujah. You can't expect even from the preacher on down to the pew guy. I tell you, everybody having issues. And you have to learn to, to, to encourage yourself. And when you got a sickness and disease, you got to tell yourself by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. And when you uh, uh, don't know where the next check coming from, you got to say, uh, my God going to supply my needs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, when you begin to encourage yourself, you will begin to believe what you're saying. Ain't nobody going to believe what you're saying but yourself. Hallelujah. You'll believe what yourself what you say yourself. Can you say Amen. In Philippians 1.16, it says, Be in confidence of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day that Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Second Col uh, Colossians 4.3 said, But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In the Old Testament, we get into the holy place where they, you know, they had to get into the holy place every year. They would have a priest to go in and make a sacrifice. He would make that sacrifice and then he would go in to the holies of holies and uh, make an atonement for the sin. But when Jesus died on the cross, the veil rent from top to bottom. And how many of you know that you don't need a rabbi anymore? You can go straight to the throne room for yourself. Amen. The Bible says that you can go there. Hallelujah. Boldly. You can go boldly to the throne of grace. Amen. But now if the veil of our flesh is keeping us from the holy place. That's what's keeping us from the holy place. The veil of our flesh is keeping us from going into that holy place. The Bible said, come boldly that you may find grace to help and mercy, grace and mercy to help in the time of need. Hallelujah. Any time of need, you're going to find that grace and mercy for God. Amen. Hallelujah. In Luke 18 and 1, it said, then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. 
Hallelujah. Because prayers have eternal value. Amen. You're praying to an eternal God. In Second Chronicles, I mean Second Corinthians 4 and 6, it says, For if it is the God who command light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I mean, you know, when you get into the word of God, you get into the face of God. Amen. Hallelujah. You behold the face of God in the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Because his word is him. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, I sent that word. Hallelujah. To heal you. I sent that word. It's the Bible said when the evening had come, they brought many unto him that were possessed with devils and he cast the spirit out with it word that it may be fulfilled that was spoken by the prophet it says and he heal I from and bear our, our iniquities amen hallelujah so he heal us but I'm telling you the veil of our flesh keep us from doing everything that God want us to do amen Hallelujah. I want you to see Jesus tonight. Get into the word of God and prayer and you'll see his face. Every time you'll see his face and he'll speak to you. He'll commune with you. Amen. Hallelujah. But the veil of our flesh is what keeping us out. Amen. Amen. When we go into the holies of holies, the place of the throne room, come boldly to that throne room. Oh, I tell you, when we go, we got to come humbly. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember my daughter when we was in Houston, Texas. I remember my daughter. She was about three years old. And we had prayed for my aunt. We were praying for her and believing for that situation to change. We all grab hands together. That's the way we pray. We pray as a family. When we all together, we grab hands and begin to hold hands and begin to pray for my aunt there in Houston, Texas there. And we begin to pray and believe God. I tell you, the, 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 the fire come down. And my aunt, she started moving like that and doing something. She was moving. She said, mm. She said, I feel something. Come on, let's pray again. My daughter, you know, they're our kids. Are they innocent? They're going to tell you what they feel. My daughter said, I'm tired of praying. <laughs> Hallelujah. Have you ever been tired of praying? Amen. That's that flesh. That flesh don't want to push and go forth. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's the flesh that keep us from praying a lot of times. Amen. To keep up, we can get a dedication of prayer. And, and I'm telling you, we can pray and believe God. And, and, and you know, a lot of time we start out very good, but it's hard to keep it up. Amen. Oh, some going to try to stop you. Because the devil know that if he can stop you from your dedication in your prayer room, he know he got you. Amen. Hallelujah. Because he knows that things going to happen to him when you pray. Going to happen. Uh, somebody, some got to move out when you pray. Amen. In Second uh, Corinthians 4 and 7, it said, But we have this treasure in earthly vessels, that the excellency of our power may be of God and not of ourselves. You need God. 
Come on, lift your hands up and say, I need the Lord. I need the Lord. And in that verse 4, and uh, chapter 4 and 13, it said, And since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believe, though therefore I spoke. We also believe, and therefore we speak. Amen. And that 16 verse said, Therefore we do not lose heart, even though uh, our man is perishing. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. How I many you know that the spirit inside of us is being renewed every day? Every day is getting stronger and stronger. Amen. Every day is getting powerful and powerful. Amen. Isaiah 46 said, the voice said, cry out. And she said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass. All its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers. The flower faded because the breath of God blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withered, the flower faded, but the word of our God stands forever. The word of God is powerful. It's quick and it's sharper than any two edges for. This word will not pass away. Hallelujah. It's, it's settled in heaven. And when we pray the word of God, we are praying uh, eternal value because the word will not be broken. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't care how things change around you. Hallelujah. First, uh, I think it says uh, in uh, uh, First Peter 2.24, said he himself bore our sin in, the, in his body, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, and by his stripes we were healed. It's not going to change. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's not going to change, but the thing that you are believing for, it has to change. The word is not going to change. The devil not going to change. And why should I? Amen. I'm not going to change. I'm going to hold on to our God. I'm going to trust in the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Because things that are around us are changing. We try to make provision. We try to make our flesh comfortable. Hallelujah. You know you do. Come on. Let's have some church in the house. You, you try to make that flesh comfortable. Bless uh, they want some ice cream, you go in the refrigerator and get it. Hallelujah. Fred say, I want to lay down. Hallelujah. Fred say, I don't want to go to church tonight. You say, well, that's all right. You can be tired tonight. We'll watch a little TV. Hallelujah. Flesh don't, you want to make provision for the flesh. You want to make the flesh comfortable. Amen. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, the Bible says in Romans 13 and 14, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no what? Provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Because that's what flesh want to do. Flesh, my brother was telling me tonight, he was tired. And I know these bodies get tired. But we got to focus on eternal things. I'm believing that he's going to be refreshed tonight. I'm believing that the freshness of the Lord is going to be poured out in this house tonight. You know, the word come alive in us. The word come alive. And I'm telling you, it quickens our mortal body. It quicken us. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we have to set our mind on things that are above and not on the earthly thing. John 4, 13 said, Jesus answered and said unto her, 
Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I give will what? Thirst never again. Eternal. Amen. Eternal spirit inside of us. The spirit is willing, but what? The flesh is weak. You know they slept while Jesus was asking them to pray. You know the story as well as I do. Hallelujah. The flesh wanted to be comfortable. The flesh was tired. The flesh is weak. Hallelujah. But we get our eyes. We have to focus on the eternal value what God has in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. If we believe God that things are going to turn around and change, God will come forth in a powerful way. Amen. In Exodus 34 and 6. And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in the goodness and the truth. Verse 7. Keeping mercy for a thousand, forgiving iniquity and transgressing and sin, by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. Verse 8, so Moses made haste and bowed his knee. Uh, bowed his head toward the earth and worship. Then he said, If now I have found what grace in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray, go among us, even though we are a stiff-necked people, and pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us as your inheritance. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of times, we're in the valley. We're in the valley of decision. And when we're in that valley of decision, I'm telling you, you have to climb up on the mountain. The Lord is saying, come on up on the mountain and meet with me. Amen. Hallelujah. We are in the valley of decision. Many things that we have in prayer. But I'm telling you, God is calling us up on the mountain. Come up on the mountain and you'll see better. Hallelujah. You'll understand better. You'll understand what kind of thing is coming against your life. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God is asking us to come up on the mountain. Hallelujah. Come up out of the valley of depression. Come up out of the valley of oppression. Come up out of the valley of sickness. Come up out of that valley and come up on the mountain. Hallelujah. Because we have received an inheritance from the Lord. Amen. A good inheritance. Amen. Hallelujah. You belong to God. Hallelujah. He is your father. He is our daddy. Amen. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord. Come on, stand on your feet. I thank you, Lord, tonight in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, for your goodness and mercy that endures forever, God. Lord, we thank you that prayers have eternal value in our lives, God. And Lord, we are praying to God, which is a spirit, an eternal spirit, God. And we are believing for the turnaround. We are believing for the turn, turnaround and the breakthrough tonight, God. Lord, thank you tonight, God, for your goodness and your mercy that endures forever and ever, Lord. Father, I believe that every weapon 
that's been formed against our life, against our family, against this church. Oh, Lord, against this city, God. Lord, we're believing for a turnaround. Lord, help us to open our eyes and see. See the spiritual value. Lord, help us to not lose our focus, Lord. Help us to focus upon you, God, our eternal value. Lord, I give you praise and give you glory, God, that there's not no temptation that's not coming to man. Lord, all the temptation, Lord, have come on everyone, God. But, Lord, I thank you that you fixed a way for us to go from temptation, Lord, to be a way of escape in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you tonight, God, that when Adam and Eve was in that garden, and, Lord, they ate of that fruit, and, Father, I thank you that they failed. They committed sin, God. And, Lord, I thank you tonight, God, that you had a plan. And, Father, I thank you that you caused us to see that you are our God and your plan work, God. And Lord, there's a thing called the tiger, the eye of the tiger. Hallelujah. And Lord, I thank you that you said that you judge Satan in there. And Lord, I thank you that you will never allow us to be in that position again. Hallelujah, because we rise up, Lord. We rise up, God, from that position, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that the strategy and the wiles and, the, and all the things that the enemy used, God. Hallelujah, Lord. We will not be down again, God. You will not allow us to be that place in that position again. We have an inheritance that's from you, O oh God. And we have been positioned, God, positioned in heavenly places because of Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, oh, for sending Jesus to break every assignment, Lord, that's against us, Lord. And, Lord, I give you praise tonight, God. Oh, I give you praise for our inheritance. And we're believing right now in Jesus' name. Oh, God, that we are the children of the Most High God. And, Lord, I thank you tonight that your mercy and your grace is upon our life, God. Lord, I thank you that we come to that throne room tonight, boldly tonight, God, and we receive mercy and grace to help in this time of need, God. Thank you, oh, God. Oh, we give you praise for being a good, good father. We ask your blessings upon each one here tonight, God. Thank you, O oh God. Hallelujah. If you know of a situation or a circumstance in closing tonight, if you know of a situation or a circumstance, come on, just lift your hands tonight before God and just say, Lord, I thank you right now that this situation and this circumstance, it's not going to have me. 
And it's not going to have my family. It's not going to have my city. And Lord, we believe in here tonight, God, for the turnaround right now in Jesus' name. You're such a powerful and mighty God, Lord. And Lord, I thank you. I give you praise tonight, God. Oh, that you are able to do exceedingly abundant above anything we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, oh God. And so, Lord, we say work tonight. Work on our behalf. Turn situation around tonight. We believe in you for the signs, wonders, and miracles tonight. Thank you, O oh God, that when we go forth, God, we're going to find out, God, that you have been working on that situation, and it's time for breakthrough. It's time for us, O oh God, to receive right now. So, Lord, we receive the answer to our prayers tonight in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are opening them doors that no man can open. And doors are closing that no man can shut, God. We are walking in your perfect will, O oh God. Thank you, Lord, for planting us, O oh God. Thank you for having us to be trees of righteousness. Thank you, Lord, that our fruit, we bear fruit, God, that remain, God. Thank you, Lord, for love, joy, peace. We thank you for it, Lord. Long-suffering, kindness, goodness. Long-suffering, Lord, faithfulness. Oh, God, goodness. We thank you, Lord, for self-control, God. We thank you for the fruit of the Spirit that's in our life tonight. We are believing right now. Hallelujah, Lord, that you, O oh God, have planted us here tonight to be receivers of the blessing of the Lord. And Lord, we just lift our hands and we receive it right now. And Lord, we look into the spiritual realm, God, and we see you moving, God. We see angels moving, God. And we thank you, Lord. We give you praise, God. No longer will we look at temporal things, but our focus is on you, God, which is eternal value for the glory of God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God.